welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. I wanted to share something with you, a few of my thoughts now. Normally, I have an agenda, like I uh, go through the process of preparing ahead of time for our discussions. I have a list of symbols that I, you know, already have designated to go through. And then sometimes there are these uh, moments or instances or events or things that pop up that just cause me to think. And so these are one of those times. I want to include in our discussion the symbolism behind sky. Sky. Now, I don't know why it wasn't on my list before, but it, it definitely... Uh, something came up that caused me to think, why isn't this on my list, right? We should really think about that because there is a lot of imagery, especially for uh, those who are card readers. So the Tarot and the Oracle decks feature sky quite often. They feature a sky in more than one card in their decks. It's so often that you see sky that we hardly, if ever, think about its significance. So for me, I, I just, you know, thought when I go through the, the process of preparing, one of the things I always ask myself is, what does it normally mean to me? Then I go through what is its traditional view? What are What are the views that it used to have in the past and how could that have possibly changed in our day? Are we still holding on to the viewpoint that we used to have, that traditional viewpoint, um, maybe viewpoint that people have had for eons before our generation? And uh, if not, what was the change? What causes it to change? What is it that's going on in our world today that makes a symbol take on new or different meaning? And does that play a role in our subconscious? Meaning that while, you know, we could have a viewpoint that's passed down to us from our ancestors, is there something overriding that? Or is someone's view that we see quite often is our ancestral view or the view that we grew up with, or the view that's been passed down to us, does that supersede that? Does that take center stage? Sky is one of those things to me. So when I think of the sky, I think of something very broad. I think of more than just one meaning or more than just one usage for sky. I think about space and time, right? So you can throw something up in the sky. You can go fly a kite in the sky. It's going to hover in the sky. Planes fly in the sky. Birds fly in the sky, right? Even have um, lightning, rain, clouds, the sun, the moon. All of that comes from our sky. The very air we breathe, sky, right? 
comes from the sky. It's in the air. You could think of the sky as the air. You could think of the sky as something spatial. You can think of it as being everything that is around you, right? It's that invisible mass. So some of us might be thinking of the air as sky. Some of us might be thinking that it's a different type of air. It's a different level, right? Because the earth in itself has different levels. And so when you reach a certain level in the air, you have come to the sky. Others might be thinking of the grand universe and how broad it is, how spacious it is. And um, that this is why we link divinity with the sky, why we think of God or goddesses when we think of sky. We think of this being the place where they reside, where the physical realm is here on earth, but the spiritual realm is above us or around the earth in the upper echelon in the sky. You ever think about why it is that we view the sky as being higher or superior or more divine or better? You ever wonder that? You ever wonder why that is? Why we seem to think that that is where God resides? Is there anything that you have been taught or that you have been brought up with that you can refer to that makes you say, okay, this is where I learned that from, that God is in the sky, that God resides there, that that is where the angels are, that is where the spirit beings are. They live in the sky. They live in another world, in the spiritual world, in the sky. Where do we get that from? Where do we get that from? If you get it from the Bible, are you able to go there and find out where that is that gives you that impression? For me, I think about the story of Daniel when Daniel was praying, and I believe that it was Gabriel that had come to him, and Gabriel had said to him that he was delayed because he was battling with, um, you know, the prince of Persia um, and the prince of Greece and the prince of Persia and the heavenly realm. And that it was Michael who, Michael the archangel, who came to help him out in that fight so that he could now get around that, past that situation, and meet up with Daniel in order to answer his prayer. But all of that is to say that the, we consider the heavenly realm to be above us. We consider it to be in the sky. We consider it to be a part of an area that is not earthbound, right? So there, there, is, there is some significance or some symbolism that is related to divinity, related to authority, related to power. We even call God, in certain instances, the most high, the most high. And then when we say high, we're referring to a higher realm. We're referring to the sky, the divine being that is above all beings who resides in the heavenly realm in the sky, high above us in the sky. 
right? There's just so there's just so much. Those though that is, is you know, that's just some of the things that I think about. And again, like I said, this wasn't something that was originally on my list to cover, but it came to me that wow, in every image that um, and oftentimes when I see imagery of the sky, it's in the Oracle decks and it's in the Tarot deck. It really does, I believe, kind of give you this feeling that through the use of or using Oracles or use of the Tarot deck, that you are somehow linking to something that is divine, that you're kind of connecting with this light, right? And, and that this self-development for which we use the decks is part of us connecting to this light. Like the more you develop yourself, the more you improve yourself, the more you understand yourself, make the adjustments and put yourself on a path that you feel is the best for your highest good, the more you seem to feel like you are following a path of light, that you are somehow having the approval of something that is divine, connecting to something that is in the sky. Think about the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords in the traditional Rider Waite deck is someone holding the holding a sword in the sky. Why do you think that is? That to me says, while the sword in itself is about our thought, the fact that it is in the sky says to have higher thoughts and that it's up to us to take the sword and move in a direction. That's why it's a pointed sword. It's not dull. It's pointed, meaning that there is direction and it is up to us to point ourselves in a direction that is higher that connects to something divine, that has a higher thinking capacity, that has a um, higher moral compass, as it were. Um, there's also the, like I said, the view of there being something related to space um, in, in terms of where we get our oxygen, where we, you know, although we're breathing in nitrogen as well, there's, you know, that, but oxygen and nitrogen in the sky, in the air. Here is where there are planes flying. Now, this is what I was talking about. Your view of the sky, has it changed or do you think that you now view the sky as something that planes kind of travel through? Like when we see a road, we think that cars travel on roads or people travel on roads by foot. When you think of the sky, are you thinking people traveling in the sky by plane? Do you think of travel when you see the sky? Are you thinking about the stars when you think about the sky? Do you think about a night sky? Do you think about this is the place where both the sun reside and the moon? And that depending on the time of day... It has a different color. It has a different feel to it. It can display many different colors at different times of the day. Um, and it could give you a feeling of feeling free, where you could float up, where you can rise above, where you could feel like you're getting fresh air, or or you feel like you're drifting, like there's nothing to, there, there is no limit, and that you, you feel like there are boundaries needed in order to keep you tethered, because too much freedom acts as a void, right? 
And so if you're going to be drifting off, do you, you would you rather be drifting off during a day sky or drifting off during a night sky? You know, which is it? Now, there are some ancient customs um, that that feature a goddess of the sky. And I believe that's Newt, the goddess of the sky. That was the ancient Egyptians. She was seen as being leaning over the earth because she protects the earth. And so there is a feeling that the sky acts as a protection to the earth for some in their tradition. So there is many different things that come to mind you know, when you think about the sky, you're going to be thinking of something divine or you're just going to be thinking about, hey, this is where the planets are and we're part of something quite vast and something uh, something ethereal or maybe something even unknown. But here we have a piece of it that we watch every day, our piece of the sky, right, where we get to breathe that fresh air and feel good and feel a sense of relief. All right, now that's it for now. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackway Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.